Welcome to Live and Love Your Brand, a podcast to support you in sharing your message and mission with the world. I'm your host, Emma Lovell. I'm lovely by name, lovely by nature. I'm a personal branding specialist with a mission to support female entrepreneurs to live and love their brand. I've been running my business, Lovely Communications, for more than 12 years, and I can hand on heart say that my success has come from the strength of my personal brand. I believe in the power of owning and sharing our story. I want to help you own your story, shop consistently, and really put yourself out there. So here on the podcast, you'll find helpful tips, practical exercises, and joyful discussions that will inspire you to reconnect with your brand and communicate it more effectively. I'll be joined by incredible experts to discuss how personal branding can have a huge impact on your business and on your life. I'd love to hear from you, so please make sure to connect over on social media. You can find me on Instagram at lovelycoms, that's L-O-V-E-L-L-Y, double the L means double the life, Facebook, Lovely Communications, and you can join in the conversation in our lovely community, the Live and Love Your Brand Facebook group. Of course, make sure to come back weekly as each new episode drops. I can't wait to share with you how to gain clarity, build confidence, and increase connections all by sharing your unique personal brand with the world. Welcome back, lovely listeners. Today, I am speaking to an amazing woman who has a strong personal brand herself, but also some outstanding organizational skills to help you focus on your genius. Caroline Brun has spent more than a decade mastering the art of life management. Throughout her career in the events industry, Caroline realized her talent was more than a skill set. It was a unique attribute that uncovered a purpose to empower others with the tools to take control of their lives via seamless organization and delegation. Today, Caroline is the founder of Organize Curate Design and has spent the past four years building the business and educating her clients. As a speaker and consultant, Caroline works with professionals to empower them with the tools required to get clear on intention, focused on execution, and enabled to become the best version of themselves. She's calm, authentic, and engaging, and her content is full of practical and easy-to-implement takeaways. So if life feels like a juggle and a stress, and you're being pulled away from what's important to you, This is a must-listen episode. Let's dive in. Lovely Communications is based on the Gold Coast and recognises Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. We are grateful for the continuing care of the lands, waterways and skies where we work, live, listen, learn and play. From here on your Gumbay country and from wherever you are listening, we respect the elders past, present and emerging. Hello, Carolyn, and welcome to the Live and Love Your Brand podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chat today. Now, I always like to do this. I throw this existential question out there. I'd love to hear in your words. Tell us who are you and how we know each other. So I um, 
I am a multi-passionate person. Um, so I have lots of different things that I do. I'm probably most well known for being the founder of Organised Curate Design and um, for being kind of that, that woman that's really organised and is good at time management. That's that's my jam. Um, I have probably also been known as the life assistant that you never knew you needed, which was our gimmick for a little while. Um, but I'm also like I'm a, I'm a, an artist and a writer and a parent and a wife and um and just someone that just really likes to embrace doing lots of things and being creative and being passionate about things um and how you and I know each other is we met through a business chicks networking online event um, because we're in two different states we're on opposite ends of the country um but that's how we met and we've stayed in touch since and it's been really fun kind of supporting each other through our adventures and our journeys and and this time of the pandemic and um yeah that's how we know each other Yes, and I loved how we met and, um, you know, I think we connected straight away and it was so awesome to have that opportunity to network even though there was the pandemic and in, in normal times I would be on a plane every so often. So, But I, I know that you're coming up soon so I get to see you. Yes, we're going to catch up with a few other business women in January when I am there. So I'm looking forward to heading to the Gold Coast. Should be and fun. That, but that's the thing, right, like we don't traditional networking was that you had to meet in person um but the beauty of having an online presence and by you know which you do so well when you come forward with your true self and your your brand is strong yeah then you connect before so we already have this connection so when we're meeting in person it's just kind of reaffirming that and adding to the yeah. you know adding adding to it uh we've already have this connection yeah and I think it's really interesting that you say that because um that's one of the things that I I'm con- really conscious of like I it's actually really exhausting showing up in any way without being authentic to to yourself so when you are showing up and, and from a brand perspective but from a business be it, it whatever you're doing um if you're showing up authentically and you're just being yourself then no one's going to be like wait you seem different um, because it's exhausting to maintain that moving forward. I think the, the, the funny thing about when you do meet someone online or like in this online world, but then you meet them in person, the only thing that is is a bit of a surprise is people's heights and how yes. they physically look um, yes. because we're all seeing kind of shoulders up at the moment. Um and even when it, when it comes to content and branding, like most of the video that you see where I'm talking to camera or I'm teaching someone something, like it's shoulders up, like it's me selfie style or like on a, you know, Instagram story or whatever. But I'm quite tall and people are like, oh, they don't expect yes. that. Well, it's not that they don't expect that, but you just don't know what to expect. Um, yeah. And, it, yeah, that's that's the funny thing when you do finally get to meet people in person. But everything else should not be a surprise. It should be pretty consistent with that's, brand and just human, a human being a human. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, the height thing, it really throws you. And you just, and it takes you a while to, you know, and then in your head that person, like, will stay that way, though. They're still, and then yeah. every time you see them, you're like, but to me, you're my height or you're yeah. 
shorter than me or <laughs> you're this and yeah. like the 3D version. Little box on your screen. <laughs> well, and, and even though we're 3D, we're not really. Yeah. And so when you see someone in 3D, it's, it's a totally sort of like, different experience. It's so like you're walking around them like, like in a museum going, like you're a real person. <laughs> Can I touch you? <laughs> yeah. So um, Yeah. And, and, and adding man- mannerisms and things like I, I gesture a lot. Yeah. But I found that, yeah, when we came back into real life stuff, it was exhausting because you do really interact with people. Yeah. And I was like, yep. wow, I use a lot of, <laughs> I use a lot of energy anyway, but you know, I was like, oh yep. wow, okay, this is going to turn this down. But we looked at, we talked about this the other day, actually, I'm going to a um, photo shoot soon with some of my lovelies. And I just said to them, you know, uh, we want to look our best and you want to look nice in your imagery mm-hmm. and all that. But please, you know, I said, we can look at getting a makeup artist maybe, but really doing your makeup yourself is probably going to be the best. Um, mm-hmm. And your hair, like if you really want to go get your hair done or if, you know, it's kind of due anyway, okay, maybe go to the hairdresser. But, you know, like I got, I once went to get a photo shoot and the woman's like, okay, so we've got hair and makeup and da-da-da. And I was like, well, I'm known for my hair and this mm. is how it is. Um, it's yeah. a bit curly. It's yeah. all over the place. It's a bit fly away. That's my hair and I'm not going to go then get it all slicked and stuff. Like my wedding was a bit different or, a bit, you know, yeah. the event. Yeah, but there's the time and place for that sort of stuff, definitely. Yeah, yeah. but, you know, if you're going to get all your photos done like the day you're going to the races or something like that well you're not going to show up to meetings with someone dressed for the races no. or dressed for a wedding and it's, that's that being able to do that authentically and consistently again like um I yeah I, it's funny that you say that because it's when I send people when people are like oh can I have a headshot for something like this for a podcast I just send them a whole heap of images and it's funny because I look completely different in all of my images because I change my hair all the time, but that that's also what I'm known for. I'm no, known to do and have more than one look and more than one style. And, and so it's still really authentic to the fact that it's like, you don't know which kind of version you're going to get, but at the same time, I'll show up on an Insta story in my pajamas and, and keep it real because it's, there's no point in trying to be super perfect because that's not what I'm trying to teach people. I'm trying to teach them to keep it real and, and look at what they want to change in their lives and, and put strategies in place and to be super kind to themselves. And, and if I show up super polished every single time, that's exhausting for my audience. Exhausting for you too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I don't want to be in, like, you know, I even messaged you yesterday. I was like, are we using this video? Because, like, I'll maybe brush my hair, but <laughs> this is audio. Sweet. I cannot do anything and it will be fine. Look, I changed down my pajama top for you. So, oh, you know, there you go. Yeah. See? That's, that's how much I care about you. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I was I was trying to hide one day. My I was wearing the Qantas top, and I was like, nobody, everybody knows the Qantas pajamas. Like you can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like trying to hide it. And, and, so and everyone like, loves the Qantas pajamas. Totally got to rock those. Stuff it. I wear them all day, and I'm not one of those people who has to get dressed to work. If I that that's just a delay tactic. I'm like I will show up to work <laughs> how I work. And uh, yes, the days where you see just just my floating head probably have some probably in pajamas good probably to know <laughs> yeah there you go you can be like emma emma your pajamas are on and then i'll go ha, 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 i'll show you but anyway it's a little bit it's a little bit um different though like um you're talking about how you, you know your brand isn't it's quite maybe eclectic or dynamic but your business brand is quite quite chic and and you know to the brand's name organized <laughs> yes it's, organized. it's very very on brand like a, the look and feel of our brand is is really specific so 
even the the business name. So um, our business name is Organize Curate Design. And it's funny because a lot of people we go to say that fast or don't know the business name and they think it's create and and though we create a lot of stuff and I'm mindful of that that's not that's not the word and the reason being is it's actually the concept behind the business so organize um so we go through we we help people organize be it mental load or physical space um and with anyone that's ever tried to organize anything there's some doing there there's there's some real assessment there But that's where the curation piece comes in. So if you think of curating like an art gallery, Mm. um, they change the paintings, they change the pieces, they assess the space, they check the lighting, they check if it's working, they remove stuff and they add new things. And that's the next part of the process for us. So uh, once we've organised and pulled everything out and like laid it all out, we then go, okay, what, what do we want to keep? What's working for you and what strategies do we need to reassess and what new things do we need to pull into this process? Um, and then with your support and collectively together, we help you design your new life. And that may be in business, that may be in your life admin and in your home and whatever else. And normally it's a combination of, of both mm. because we work with small business owners and realistically life and business is all one in the same we're all one human being Mm. um so it's quite specific and then when it came to our branding and the look and feel it needed to be slick like it needed to there was definitely there was definitely a point in when I created the business that I was probably leaning more towards that slick corporate look um but it has still stood the test of time I don't anticipate we're going to change it anytime soon because Um, for me, when I think, I believe that when people see our branding, they feel like it's organized. They feel like it's in control and, and it's clean and it's fresh and, um, and it's sophisticated, but it also comes with a level of like maturity and that we know our stuff. Um, and, though I like you know I'm not a glitter and rainbows kind of person anyway like I'm wearing all black even as we speak I am um, <laughs> I'm wearing black but there's, there's you've a got to be a vomit behind me the background um but yeah like it's funny because as you said like in my in in the rest of my life like I, I paint and I'll I've got clothes that are covered in paint and I do that sort of thing but it sits very outside of our business brand because I want people to know that when they come to work with us, they're in really safe hands. There's a level of trust there. Um, and I think that really speaks to the way we present that brand, which I guess goes on to then talk about what we've just launched and how different that is because it is colourful and it's it's really different. But it's so I'm curious to hear what you've seen in that change in branding because you you and I have spoken a lot over the last few weeks as I've been creating um, and we've been launching our new online course. Um, but there's a real differentiator there. I, I'm assuming you've noticed that I quite have. significantly. <laughs> I have. It's it's super fun. But, you know, there's what you were saying before, there is a difference and when people approach their personal brand, I think they try to sometimes think of it like a business brand and it's it isn't it doesn't have to be your personal brand Mm. has a lot more story to it, a lot more um, elements to it. Um, And it's more, it's about knowing, knowing it. So like your business brand, you know it and a business brand can be a lot more, um, I guess, clear cut and you can be sort of um, more 
strict about about it. I think with, when it comes to personal wear, people get really like, it's like they have to have this one thing and that's it forever. And that's, and it's like, no, cause you're evolving and changing. And even a business brand will look at themselves like that. Yeah. That doesn't mean you can't have all these elements. You just don't show them all at once. You don't come with organized curate design as well as your painting, as well as uh, the other things that you do, as well as your family, as well as all at yeah. once. But as we get to know you, those things unfold yeah. and we get yeah, to see definitely. this full, beautiful picture, but they're all there. Yeah, all there, um, and that's that. I think that yeah, it's really interesting the way you're talking about it. and your knowledge and clear understanding of the brand is so wonderful, and that's what people can have for themselves too. Is having mm. when you know who you are, who you serve, what you're trying to show. Mm. Oh gosh, it comes becomes simpler. And so yes, with your new, um, I guess. Or so we'd say sub brand or something. <laughs> but yeah, well, it's it's a product offering, so yeah. it's it's like anything like we could be like we could be a a product a physical product-based business and we could make shampoo and make that for adults and all women specifically and and have our branding look a particular way because we're selling to women but if we decided to create a kids range we wouldn't market that in any way shape or form in the same way and so that was the exact concept behind the marketing behind our online course because realistically everything that we teach in Game On, which is our mini online course that we've just released, everything we teach is exactly the same stuff. Like yeah. no one's going to be like, wait, what's she talking about? This has nothing to do with what organised curate design normally talks about because it is. It's like it's yeah. the core of what we teach. It's just repackaged. It's just repackaged um, and it's repackaged because not everyone resonates with slick and organised. Um, and I'm also really mindful that um, online courses are a commitment, like be it even a mini course, you've got to do the work. Like you've got to get mm. in there, you've got to watch the videos, you've got to do the worksheets, you've got to, you've got to get it done. And, um, and I would hate to think that someone would, would join our course or purchase our course and, and then go, oh, this is a bit dry and I don't want to do this. <laughs> so I was like, I need to make it super fun. So, yeah, we created this whole retro gaming online world. And I actually, like, there's this part of me that likes to create ridiculously big projects where I'm like, I could make a video game. And I'm like, let's not make a whole video game. But I made a a video game theme. Um, Mm. And, yeah, it's super colourful. There's animated characters for myself and my team. Um, There's animated um, characters for our like who would be the users of the of the course and we see them evolve from what is a hot mess who's missing a shoe and all of that sort of stuff and it's very funny and cute um we've got lots of little um characters throughout all of the branding and and whatever else and it's really just taking time and task management and, and making it fun um which was really important it. for what I wanted to achieve when I decided that we were going to do an online course. Yeah, and it is it is um, sort of a, a step away from the usual, but the, but it's not a step away from you because, like you said, because yeah. you are fun, you are yeah. engaging, you are a character, and I'm sure that any time when people do come and get to to work with you, they yeah, exactly. see that. But that's not what they first need to see when they see the mm. business. So this is, I guess, it's appealing to a new audience too, and it is that you know, if okay, if I can make a game of it, and if I can you know, if I can play with it. It's like why I like doing um, using apps like Hootsuite where you get like yeah. points and things for learning a language. And yeah. even uh, we discussed, um, you know, the nature of the platform that we've we've both used for our courses. There is um, 
when you complete a module, like it says complete and it's yeah. like this, woohoo, I did it, like tick, um, yeah. you know, move on to the next level. And it's that leveling up, isn't it? And it's, yeah. I, I love it. Game on. It's so cute. And I did say, I did say on our Instagram live nineties, but no, it is late eighties. And I'm trying to, I was trying to find a gift for it, but they don't have it. Alex, the kid from Sega when you bought a Sega. Yeah. Well, it was funny. I was actually, we were having this conversation. I was talking to my nine, my nine-year-old who is like video game mad and he's a, like a, a Super Mario's type kid and Nintendo kid. So he's got a switch, but he watches lots of YouTube content about like the original games and he knows all the games and all the different bit. Like, so the, the concept is like, 8-bit, 16-bit, and that's how many pixels, squares are in the animation. Oh. And so even when we went to create this, we were like, do we want this to be 8-bit, 16-bit? Like what? To, how much character, how much expression can we get out of our characters when we animate them? We worked with a whole animation team and, and they were brilliant because I they kind of nailed it first run. Um, we only had one round of edits when it came to creating our characters and, and that was really cool. But, yeah, it's it's been really fun because I was... Um, my older brother had an Atari and um, yeah. which he got for like his 13, like around when he was 13, 14 or something like that. And I remember playing that and loving it. And we were, t- I was telling my son about the games that I used to play in the, you know, late eighties, um, early nineties kind of thing. And we had a Sega as well and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, it's been really fun um, because that nostalgia. So realistically, this online course isn't necessarily for people that are younger. It's mm. actually still for the, our same demographic, but it creates this playfulness and this nostalgia in the branding and in the the all of the bits and pieces. And the theme runs right the way through. So all the downloadable worksheets have this theme on it. Um, you know, all the videos, I'm in like super bright, colourful clothing and, and whatever else. And so we've kept that theme right the way through because isn't it fun to be able to play with something that reminds you of what it was like when you were a kid? Um, and uh, when we think about when we're learning something from an online course perspective, how much better are we at learning when we're younger? So if we can bring that playful element to the mix, I, that was really important to us as well. So oh, it is, cool. no, It's super fun and, uh, you know, jump on the Instagram and have a look at it, organise, curate design, but maybe on your website as well they can. Yeah, definitely. That. So um, we're on our website. Um, we've actually just put a pop-up there. So when you jump on the website, if you click on that pop-up, which is like really off-brand, like everything else on the website is monochrome and it's super slick. And then this pop-up comes up and it's full of colours and it's animated and it's like, what is this? Um, and then it does, it takes you to our funky promo video. And I think I've been saying this, the promo video, like we've made some incredible stuff over the years um, that I'm really proud of. But I'm definitely crushing on this promo video at the moment because I get to have this alter ego who's a little bit cheeky and she comes in and she says some cheeky stuff and um, and introduces this concept to our audience. And, yeah, it's definitely by far one of the the things I'm proudest of um, because not only is it really clever and interesting, but it's something like when you've had this idea and then you see it come to life, mm, that's a really great feeling. So rewarding. It is. Yeah. It's so fun and it's such a nice evolution of your mm. brand and a new direction for you all to explore and a new way that people can interact with you. But, you know, because the thing that you help people with is the master, mastering the art of life management. And how did you get into this anyway? Ah. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> well, in theory, that how I got into it is I needed a life assistant to help me with some tasks that were um, important but not urgent. Um, and so that's how the concept came and, and I was like, I'll just make it myself, which is always just the thing that entrepreneurs tend to do. Um, but I guess going even back before that, I've always been super organised. Um, I'm that friend that when you go on a trip, I book the flights and I book the table for dinner and I, like, I, um, you know, I may as well have a little flag where I'm like, meet me here <laughs> with the flag. Like, I'm that, like, annoying friend but the friend that you need. Yeah. Um, and that's always been me. Like, even as a teenager, I was the one that would, help my friends sneak back into our parents' houses when we snuck it out <laughs> and make sure everyone got home okay. And like I was the mum. <laughs> yeah, I was always the mum. Like I was, I was the mum too. I was a water yeah. polo team manager and they all called me mum. And it was very confusing yeah. for my husband when <laughs> when we were dating. <clears throat> and I ended up knowing a couple of his friends they're like, oh they're like, hey mum and he's like, what? This is yeah. yeah so <laughs> it's like that's my nickname on um, forever. Where I've always been super organised and I've always liked that element of it. And then that went on to to span years and years in the events industry, probably about 14 years in the events industry, where I took all of those skills. Mm. Um, so it, it was interesting when, when I created the business because people were like, well, how are you going to do this? How are you going to manage, like, multiple people's lives? I'm like, I've run multi-million dollar events <laughs> at the same time, like, in different states, and I've had to have my head across yeah. The deployment of all of these people that we, you know, all of our team members. So I'm like, I can manage like three families or five families. And we're up to probably about 30 sometimes, like depending on how many people we have on our books at any given time. And I have a team now as well. Like I'm not trying to manage that no, myself. But no. there are de- definitely days where I'm like, now wait, what is this person's son's name and what is he allergic to again? And I have to <laughs> refer to my notes. But it's like it's it's the same concept. It's It's the concept of... There is always admin and logistics in every single task that we do. Yeah. There is always admin and logistics in our to-do list. And then yep. that that is the bit that we do for our clients, be it in their businesses when it's like, I need to order some more business cards or I'd like to design a new brochure or I'd like to brainstorm our plans and goals for next year or whatever else, or it's, yeah, Christmas is coming up and I need to start ordering some Christmas presents because postal system's a bit delayed or blah, blah, blah. And yeah. um, and they get the best of both worlds when they work with us, which is really great. Yeah, and it's, you know, yeah, it's one of those things that you can't avoid. And, you know, I had a business coach a couple of years ago and I remember, you know, I think we were all trying to systemize and automate and da-da-da. And she just like one day was like, guy, like everyone, you need to understand that admin is part of a business <laughs> and you will have to do admin and yeah. that's running a business. And if you don't like it, don't like, you know, Sorry, yeah. but like, no, you can, there are certain things you cannot um, outsource. You cannot yeah. give to someone else, or at least you have to be in the room to be across it yeah. and to understand yeah. it. Definitely. And, you know, but having someone, I think sometimes we either try to um, automate everything or systemize everything, or we don't know where to start with the process. And it's something that I help mm. my clients with, with their brand as well. It's like showing up consistently. You, to do that, you need to have a process, you need to have a system, yeah. you need to have a structure. And yeah. once you understand that, it's just plugging the holes. Like when yeah. you have that in place, you have more room to be creative and to think, mm. to have ideas and, and things like that. But I think when you're in it, seeing the wood through the trees, it's it's it's, it's so hard to know yeah. what 
what, yeah, what's what's the priority? What can I manage myself? And you know, there always comes that money versus time. Yeah, totally. Well. Yeah, very much so. Um, and and it's funny as you described that process in the wood through the trees. That's the organized curate part of the process for us. Mm. Like it's the okay. Well, let's just pull all the post-it notes and all the note sheets of paper and all the things, and then let's curate that and get rid of some of them. And um, yeah, it's. And then that the automation, the outsourcing, all that stuff. That's when we um, we do what we do really well, working with our clients. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's a game changer. Um, I've already told you. I mean, you're wonderful and gave you know as a very kind friend and colleague. Sorry, I've got to That's really. That's right. We're right. living in the real world and phones <laughs> ring. It's all good. Yes, well, and having it on my computer and it's like I'm just if I put it. Well, actually, wouldn't even. There you go. All the fun. Um, it's like, can I have my PA now, please? Yes, can I have all the yes, support? Yes, I want someone right here. Um, but, you know, you very kindly gave me some some tips and things before, even just having a shared calendar with my husband and, you know, mm. sitting down and having a conversation. And I think it's that, you know, and I'm doing it today with my business and it's this thing of doing the work. I always say to my clients, you know, don't think that I'm just here and I've got it nailed and I'm sitting up in my ivory tower telling you how to do it. It's like, I have to be consistent too. I Mm -hmm. have to show up too. When I don't do my content calendar and I don't plan content ahead, it, you know, I'm in the scrambles as as well. And I, I, you know, things don't come together and, um, you know, so I have to keep practicing this as well and, and stepping outside and, and taking that bird's eye view and, Sometimes you're in it and you're just going through it and then there comes a time where you're like, no, stop, <laughs> stop, let's figure out and like you say, let's pull out all the bits and look at it all. And, yeah, and then, totally. And if, awesome if you can do that yourself but sometimes you need some guidance and especially on that life side, I don't know. Yeah, and because sometimes it is the life stuff and sometimes it is the business stuff and sometimes it's a bit of both and and I, I guess that's the benefit that clients get from working with us because we're not going to say, well, I can only talk to you about this. It's like, well, tell me what you want to talk about and we'll flow through it all and and, and it's a nice, it's a flow. There's well, no I balance. liked what you said. With There's that. no kind of this or that. Mm. It's it's just flow. And that's what, you know, again, like when I talk to my clients about personal brand, is this whole um, theory of, work life well work life balance like mm. balance you know you got a picture of scales they go up yeah. and down and they move yeah. around this whole like putting things into boxes and containers and separating them and going I'm at work now and at five o'clock I stop and I go home and I can do off. that but not many business owners can do that like no it's not a luxury that when you want to do your own thing it that's a luxury that you have to often give up no, so, and you're not yeah. going to have, and so in that same way, in like the way you present, you're not going to be able to go, oh, yes, this is professional me and personal me and business me is over here and sports me is over here and, you know, we don't have all these <laughs> that like. That sounds exhausting. Oh, I, I know. I'm just saying it. I go, and then I do this and then I do that and, you know, like all the, the hats, it's, you know, just have a hat. It's just a very multi like yeah. you said, multi-passion. Like I yeah. watched Gadget with my son the other day and he'd never heard of it. You are. Gadget that's anymore. your character. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Inspector Gadget, that's me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's why. Like he's only got one hat. It happens to turn into a helicopter every now and then, but it's one hat. <laughs> yes, and he's always wearing the same outfit. He's very consistent, Inspector Gadget. Very consistent. Uh, very on brand. <laughs> and you, you, you get quite a bit of PR. I've seen you around the traps, yeah, and you I recently am. had a great 
um, thing with Mamma Mia that went off. So, um, well, I guess, how do you feel about that? And how, how have you gone about putting yourself forward? Like, you know, making that decision to put yourself forward as, as, I have a little bit of a love one. I shouldn't say love hate. Hate's too strong of a word, but, um, I have moments where I wish that the business could not be me and it can't, like, I know that I created this business and it's based on all of my core skills. So I, I get that. Um, I've definitely, I've proactively, um, worked towards great PR, um, I will always take PR over traditional marketing and advertising. I just, I've had so much success with it and I I feel that it's a really great way of authentic storytelling um, mm. and it's backed by someone else. So it's not just me telling you that I'm great, it's someone else telling you that I'm great and, and I always appreciate that. Um, but it also comes with practice. It's like showing up on Insta stories. It's doing whatever you need to do, but you got to do it and you've got to practice. So there are definitely times where I look back at some of the articles from maybe 2017, 18, and I'm like, uh, could have probably worded that better or whatever else, but it's all practice. So now when I'm approached by um, a magazine or a publication or even a podcast or whatever, it's like, I know, I know myself, I know, like I've done this elevator pitch so many times in the last <laughs> four years, I can do it. Um, but also because I'm really clear on why they're interviewing me. Yeah. So occasionally someone will say, I want to interview Caroline the person. And I'm like, okay, I need to be really clear. Like what topics do you want to talk about? Because I have a lot of stuff that I can talk about that has nothing to do with organizing and time management, but it's always being really clear on what the purpose of the publication is or the PR is and what they're looking for, for their audience. And if they want my tips and tricks, then I'll talk tips and tricks. But um, I think that that's really important as well. I think sometimes when hmm. people go out to get PR, they're like, I just want media and I just want PR. Like, okay, but what's what the for? angle? It's similar yeah. to um, marketing. It's like, I just want to do an Insta story. It's like, yeah, but what about? Like, what's the point of someone watching this? Um, yeah. So it's it's a similar sort of concept. Um, but, yeah, like it, it takes practice and um, I definitely, I don't often listen back to the things that I record and more normally, cause I'm like, well, I know that story. I don't need to hear it again. Um, and I do have some lo- lovely people that still listen to every single piece that I create. Um, my kids still get excited as well. So that's always nice. Oh, it's lovely. No, that's really great. And I think that what you said there about understanding the purpose and understanding the reason and getting clear on that and, and yes, taking opportunities, but being clear and it's okay to just say that, you know, so what are we talking about here or, what, you know, what, mm. or, or like, you know, when you have something that you want to share and want to, want to put out into the world, um, making that really clear that that's what you want yeah. to, what you want yeah, to come and speak about. that's what your message is. So, yeah. And that's where knowing your brand and knowing what you're trying to deliver to your audience is really important because though you'll hear different stories, it like, I think there's something like over 60 pieces of media out there that I have, like that, that interviews, like TV, podcasts, whatever, there's you'll see consistency like if anyone mm. did like I don't encourage anyone to go listen to me oh you know I'm going to yeah. if you want to go <laughs> for it but um it's like with your question of have you googled yourself I'm like I don't yes it's I know there's a lot out there and that's great um but there's consistency there there's always a running theme no one would ever go wait you, when you said you started the business, you said you were on an elephant. And I'm like, no, I never said that. Like it's consistent um, because like I can't 
make up a different origin story to my story but at the same time there's something different because the interviewer will be different or the purpose of the publication will be different and so there's always something that I get to add to the mix which is always really lovely. I love it. I love it. I always enjoy our conversations and you give so much value. Uh, I'm, you know, just forever wanting to, um, you, you know, pick your brain, but I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> we'll I, do I'll that. go and we'll get your course. We catch I'll go and get your course. No, no, I'll do the right thing. So um, we'll pop it all in the show notes, but just quickly tell us um, what are the best ways to contact you or connect with you? Yes, definitely. Um, so our website is the best place for all of the things. So organisecuratedesign.com, um, all one word, nice, well, not nice and easy. It's really long. I know that, but it'll be in the show notes. Um, and from a social media perspective, we are on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. Um, if anyone wants to contact me directly, um, you can obviously do that through our website. But if you want to connect with me as well, you can do on LinkedIn as well. Beautiful. Thank you so much for your time and all your gorgeous pearls of wisdom. And it is always a pleasure to see and hear you. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining me today for another episode of Live and Love Your Brand. I'm so grateful that you've shared your time by listening today. That means so much to me. And if you're loving what you're learning, I would be so appreciative if you'd leave a review rate this podcast and subscribe. It really shows me that you care, but it also helps other listeners to find us too. Again, please be sure to connect with me. I love hearing from you and getting to know your story. You can connect with me on Instagram at lovelycoms, Facebook, Lovely Communications, and please do join the gorgeous community, Live and Love Your Brand, our Facebook group. Or if you're ready to take action now and want to improve how you show up in the world with your brand, then head on over to lovelycommunications.com. Again, lovely is L-O-V-E-L-L-Y, communications.com, to learn how you can work with me. My clients have gone on to experience opportunities that they could never have dreamed of. From starting businesses to taking leadership in their own life, they have found the confidence to stand in who they are and to go wholeheartedly after what they truly want in life. And I want that for you too. If you're ready to invest in yourself and reconnect with who you are, then let's chat. Thank you again for listening. Now go into the world and share the beauty that is the uniqueness of you. Catch you next week, lovely.